The following is a hoop ball presentation. Hello and welcome to the Hoopball NBA DFS Today podcast. Today is Monday, January 13th, and I am Joe Sarvati, affectionately known as Coach, and I will be going through a very interesting slate today, uh, and I am solo, and there are seven games. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. That is correct. We have a couple of seven o'clock, a 7.30 and 8. And three uh, late games, two at 10 and one at 10.35. Those are East Coast times. So cool stuff. Uh, was a good weekend. Made some money this weekend. And hope to continue that pattern throughout the week for you guys. Uh, all right. Um, well, I'm going to approach this a little bit differently today because in researching this slate, the one thing that I noticed is there's an absolutely amazing amount of uh, injury news. We have tons of guys that are either in, out, a lot questionable or doubtful or probable. So that obviously affects the entire slate, not only for those players, but for the value that it opens up. So I'm going to I'm gonna go through, and you guys can either make and gals, we have both persuasions out there that are fans and play DFS so I never when I say guys I mean the whole world it's not a a, a male thing so just so you know that anyway um, and I like women better than men anyway so you know men just are pained no I'm just kidding you guys I'm playing uh, here's the thing what I'm gonna do go through all of these and there's a long list and I'll tell you what their status is currently you can either make note of it or start, you know, uh, scratching guys off. Or if a value guy pops in your head, this would be the perfect spot to do that. Uh, you know, sort of a different angle this time. But rather than going back and forth, since there's like multiple guys from every game, uh, I figured I would just try this uh, just because of the massive amount of people on the list today. Um, I want to start off quickly, though, by uh, thanking our presenting sponsor, MyBookie. Uh, go to mybookie.ag, put in the promo code DFS today, the name of our show, all one word, and you get half of your first deposit, all the way up to a thousand bucks. So if you want to take a big shot at the national championship game, or the rest of the playoffs, or of course NBA, where you can do the best, um, and you throw in like two thousand bucks in there. If you really want to go after it, you get a thousand free bucks from my bookie. So go for it, man. And, and it's even worth it for uh, if you're just dabbling around. I mean, I put in a hundred, got 50 free bucks. You can't beat that. Definitely uh, gives you a little edge at, at going after some stuff. And they are the uh, the best in the industry. They are very well respected, very fast payouts. You got to love my bookie. All right. Also, uh, Hawaiian Isles Kona Coffee Company, they have been a hoop-ball.com sponsor from day one, and go to HawaiianIslesKonaCoffee.com, or just jump on Amazon, search Hawaiian Isles Kona Coffee Company, a couple clicks, and you have got 
your delicious coffee at your front door with the beautiful gold clips that Andrew Hansen uh, thinks are the baddest thing ever produced. But that's, you know what? It's the small things in life that you have to enjoy. And that is sort of cool. Um, all right, let's roll. Here is all the insanity today with the crazy news. And I waited as long as I could to do the show because I wanted to try to get uh, the most news possible because it's the most I've ever seen uh, throughout this season. So it is actually already uh, 1 o'clock here, my time in Dallas. So it's going to be a little bit tighter window getting this out to you today, but I wanted it to be uh, more valuable than, than you know half of it not making any sense because guys are scratched. Okay, Michael Carter-Williams for Orlando is out. Brandon Ingram from the Pelicans, questionable. So that's a stomachache. Uh, J.J. Redick, out. Uh, Daniel Gafford, in. Carl Anthony Towns, out again. Drew Holiday, doubtful. So I do not believe he will play. Uh, Daniel Tice, out. Uh, which uh, everybody's going to be on Anna's canner, I would imagine. Uh, Harrison Barnes is in. Danny Green is in. We have Corey Joseph, questionable. Marvin Bagley, questionable, important. Dante Exum, questionable, another important one. Uh, Avery Bradley, probable. Rajon Rondo, who had that big game the other night, questionable. Anthony Davis, questionable. I think he's questionable every day for the rest of his life. I guess we're all sort of questionable. There are no guarantees, but uh, we're just living in AD's world, I guess, on a daily basis. Uh, the king, though, LeBron James, is probable. So it looks like he will take the court against his lovable Cleveland Cavaliers fiasco. I'm sure uh, that's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, Mario Hazonia, questionable. He stinks anyway. Uh, Hassan Whiteside, probable. Very important. He's been dominant when he plays. Nerlens Noel, out. Laurie Markinen, probable. DJ Augustine and Aaron Gordon from Orlando, both questionable. So that shifts that entire team around. Uh, so got to watch that news. Uh, Nemanja Bielica is probable. Looks like he's going to lace him up. Bogdan Bogdanovich out again for Sacramento. He will not play. Kendrick Williams is out again. I think his feelings are hurt because he hasn't been getting minutes, but that's another story. Uh, Derek Favors, questionable. So another important one. Jackson Hayes has strung some good games together. But this one against the Pistons with uh, Andre Drummond, who is on my, and I'm going to say this uh, right here, he's on my shit list because he got thrown out of the game on Saturday when I had him 100%. And I would have killed the slate instead of surviving the slate if that ding-a-ling went and hit, hit him in the head with the ball. So anyway, just wanted to get that off my chest. So favors is questionable. Uh, that's very important because of Hayes, because of favors, and because of Drummond. So you got to watch that news. Rashawn Holmes is out. 
Uh, here's another couple massive ones that have been very frustrating this last week, but they've been in the same scenario. DeMontis Sabonis and Malcolm Brogdon, both questionable for Indy, uh, Indiana. So other than that, man, it's clear as mud. Uh, good Lord, we've got a lot of shifting to do there. So, uh, you know, interesting slate. Seven games, tons of injury news. We also have uh, three double-digit spreads, so possibility of some blowouts. Um, so it's it should be a piece of cake. You should be able to throw a lineup together in a matter of minutes. Just uh, I say that, uh, obviously. As a joke, this is going to be one of those ones you've got to grind out all day, make your notes, get the ghost lineup in there, try to figure out what's going on, and then watch up to lock because one player shift can move three, four guys out of an eight or nine man lineup. So important day. Uh, I, I do apologize. This is coming out a little later uh, today, but um, it was necessary because I thought a lot of this would clear up and a lot of it has not really cleared up. So it is what it is. So let's, let's uh, dive in. The first game is Philadelphia 76ers at the Indiana Pacers. Indiana is a two-point favorite. I don't know how they can even make that line in Vegas, not knowing about Sabonis and Brogdon. Um, it is only a 213 over-under, so it is a low one. We have tons of low over-unders today, by the way. Just an odd day. Not very many high-scoring games based on Vegas totals. Uh, the implied total for the Pacers, 108. For the Philadelphia 76ers, 106. So... How do we break this down? Uh, we know Joel Embiid's out of there. We know Horford has been stepping up a bit uh, since uh, that took place. So, you know, that he's always on the radar. Tobias Harris as well. And uh, Ben Simmons, uh, you know, without Brogdon out, or if Brogdon doesn't play, uh, it, it hurts them defensively. So Simmons could be more in play. Uh, you know, so those those couple of Philly guys, all three of those, in my opinion, have the chance to make my roster, dependent on on the news. And then if Sabonis is out, uh, you got you know Turner stepped up and played great. Uh, if both of them are out, T.J. Warren's usually the go-to guy, and he becomes a play. Um, so you know, again, news dependent, but those are the guys that I would would toss around there. There's an enormous amount of value on this slate with all the injuries. So you don't immediately have to go to an Aaron Holiday if Brogdon's out, although he's played well. I mean, he's certainly an option. and uh, But you don't have to dumpster dive as far as, like, trying to play the guy they start in Philly for uh, Embiid. Because I'll tell you what, between Mike Scott, uh, Kyle O'Quinn, Matisse Thibel, James Ennis, and I could go on and on. You could take them all and tell them to jump in the lake because you can sit there and sweat out trying to get 15 points to 20 points, and just it's mind-bending. Uh, so don't do it on a slate like this. Uh, don't don't torture yourself. There's nothing worse than watching a game when you have a crappy player and you're just looking for him to get the minimum, and he's running around out there like a dingling. Uh, and, and then sometimes they hit, you know, James Ennis had a good game the other day, but 
you know, it's it's like playing roulette. It's uh, there's not a whole lot of a real deep introspective uh, decision making when it comes to that when you don't have a real standout uh, backup. Okay, game two, uh, New Orleans Pelicans at Detroit Pistons. Pistons three and a half point favorite. We have the biggest over under on the slate. It is a gigantic 224 and a half, which really isn't that gigantic, but on this slate it is. Uh, implied total for Detroit 114, Pelicans 110 and a half. Again, the favors news is huge. If favors does not play, uh, they will generally play a lot of Okafor because they need a, a big body up against Drummond. So it'll be probably a split. Uh, regardless of what happens there, I wouldn't play the Pelican centers because the combination of favors plays or not, he's going to split time with Hayes, Okafor, uh, and, and favors. So I'd run from that. Drummond, certainly playable. Uh, favors a pretty good defender. Um, so he goes down a little notch if favors is rolled in, but Hayes is just too, too thin, not strong enough. And, uh, Okafor is okay but Drummond uh, uh, does a good job against them. So, yes, Drummond is on my list today, although uh, the sting I mentioned earlier on Saturday still rings true. And here's the here's my, my big problem, though. I watched that entire game up until when he got thrown out. And let me say this, because, uh, yes, he's in play, but I'm not going to play him, and I'm going to tell you why. Again, the, the biggest edge I think I can bring to our listeners is just the years that I've watched the game, coached the game, played the game. And, you know, I'm not the youngest guy on the team. So I've been out and around and done this for a long time just from a basketball side, let alone DFS. So I, for me, it's, it's that eye test watching. And I've said this before, but I just want to remind, you know, we're getting so many new listeners. I want to remind everybody. It's just, you know, when I watch a game, I'm looking for all of the, little things, you know, who's playing hard, who's loafing, who looks like they're, you know, in sync, who's acting a little dejected from the coach or his fellow players. All of those little pieces are big eye tests for me. And I'll tell you, watching him before he got thrown out, uh, he looked atrocious in that game. He had 19 fantasy points is all, uh, a little bit into the third quarter. He wasn't getting the ball and he became disinterested. He was loafing around the court. He was pouting. And I don't know if it was just because he couldn't get the ball, because uh, he had crappy defenders on him, or is this trade talk now that it's serious? Uh, you know, I read something again this morning. They are shopping him hard, but they want at least a first-rounder back uh, along with a, a player or players. And so far they have not been offered any first rounders from the main teams uh, that are, are going after them. Uh, and again, that's Atlanta, the Knicks, um, Miami was in the mix and we had uh, Dallas, I think I said, and uh, Toronto. So, you know, I don't know if it, what it is, but I'm a little worried about them. So just because the guy dunked on him and gave him a little nasty, you know, uh, stink eye. It wasn't just the reason he threw the ball and hit him in the head. It was a combination leading up to that, and that concerns me. So I don't want to pay 
a massive price for a guy that his head is just totally not into it. And I know the Pelicans can get scorched, and this is the highest number on the board. And I can say that he can go out there and decide to turn it on and go 25 and 25. But he's not going to be the main guy in my builds. I will use him in a few GPPs just because of that uh, huge, huge ceiling. Uh, but I want to share that information from that side of the ball. Um, as far as the other Pistons go, you know, a lot of people like to, to go with the cheap dudes there, like Zvi and some of them, and they're just not consistent. Uh, I'm not seeing uh, a lot of production from those guys uh, that, you know, that, that really get it done. So uh, even though it's the Pelicans' crappy defense, I think you got to be a little bit worried. You can certainly dial up the rookie. Seku is in play. His price has gone up, though, and that's a little bit hard to swallow. But he's going to get mid-30s minutes, and you know he, he can produce against a weaker team like this. So he might not be a bad play uh, if I was going to line somebody up for Detroit uh, in this one. On the Pelican side, you know, with Ingram being dinged a little bit here, um, that's another thing that we have to uh, watch. He's questionable. So that changes everything. Uh, Drew Holiday's, I can say, is even though he's doubtful, he's probably not going to play. So I, you know, if Ingram and Holiday sit, then you got to you got to line up Lonzo Ball. You've got to look at Josh Hart. Uh, you have to start looking at, at even guys like Frank Jackson. Um, you know, there's several Pelicans. If those two slit sit, are going to have to pick uh, pick up the can't talk today pick up the slack. So, um, you know, follow this game and the news closely. If Ingram is ruled in, he's plug and play 100% for me, even if he's not, you know, physically 100%. If he's good enough to play in this matchup uh, and with Holiday out, he's he's going to be an automatic play for me. Okay, game three, 735 start Chicago Bulls, Boston Celtics. Boston, a big fat 11-point favorite. It's only a 216 over-under. Uh, interesting game to try to figure out here. Um, not going to roster uh, much from this game at all. I respect the Bulls' defense. They've done much better across the board defensively. Um, and the Celtics... Uh, are just really solid defensively. So I don't think Zach Levine's in play for me. Uh, you know, I, I just don't trust most of these Bulls players. They're not a high-scoring team. Just a 103 implied total, which is the bare lowest on the slate. Uh, so that's a pass. If uh, Daniel Tice sits and his canner, even though he'll be a chalk monster, uh, definitely has a great shot to make my lineup. Wendell Carter's been dinged up. Daniel Gafford does a decent job, but they're still using him in and out and playing small with uh, Mark and in at the five at times. So I think Cantor, even though it's not uh, points chasing because he just came off a, a blow, you know, blowout game for him, it's just that uh, I think it fits. So I would, I'd mark him down as a possibility as well. Um, you know, Jason Tatum monster game that he just finished with. And I'm just, I'm not going to spend my big money on Kemba um, Brown or 
Hayward um, or uh, who did I just say Tatum? So uh, not a not a target game for me, but a game I think that will get a lot of play in the industry. All right, game four: Oklahoma City Thunder at Minnesota Timberwolves, eight o'clock start Eastern. Uh, we have the Thunder, a three-point road favorite. They have been playing damn good ball. Uh, the over/under is only 118 and a half. 111 implied for the Thunder, 108 for the T-Wolves. Uh, interesting game, all you know, news dependent. You know, what's what are we going to do with Cat? What's going on there? Um, you know, uh, we we need to see what that situation is because it changes everything. If he sits, uh, you always have to you know take a good strong look at Wiggins. Um, I'm getting a little frustrated with trying to determine the Napier Teague thing, but they're they're both you know solid players. Um, on the Thunder side, I mean they're in a groove. I mean I have no problem rostering Chris Paul, Shea. Gallo, he's playing really good ball. Those three would be the top three that I would look at. Um, you know, this is what sounds weird, but if if Cat uh, plays, I would consider Adams. Uh, I don't like Adams as much against the gorgeous Dong Gorgie Jang, uh, just because of the the defensive prowess a little bit there uh, by Gorgie. So uh, another. Uh, very important information game for the Wolves, but I think having a couple of thunder in your lineup tonight might be a strong play. All right, we've got three games remaining, and they're all three late-night hammer games, so that'll be fun. Don't get that often, two tens and a 10.30, so um, I'm excited about that. I'm actually doing a specialty slate tonight for Roto Radar that is those three games. So I'm really pumped up for them and the matchups are pretty cool. Um, all right. Again, want to thank our presenting sponsor, mybookie.ag. Go to my, uh, mybookie.ag, put in the, the promo code DFS today, and you will receive half of your first deposit free money from our guys at mybookie. If you want good lines and quick payouts, that's where you go. So let's do that. Uh, let's support our guys at hoop-ball.com. Uh, some great uh, premium packages there. Sign up for the bruise letter. Uh, all kinds of good stuff that you can do uh, on that side of the board. Um, also, when uh, you go to hoop-ball.com, uh, click on forms, then DFS thread, and you will get in a bunch of fantastic information that uh, specifically Andy Gallagher's posting there, and then the four pros as well will be putting uh, scratches, lineups, player updates, uh, all kinds of things. So if you have questions or you're looking for information, uh, that's a great place to go. Uh, the, the, you know, another great place to go, equally as good, is just jump on Twitter. At Hoopball Fantasy is where you'll get all the stuff from hoop-ball.com team. Uh, you can look me up directly at Joe Sarvati, J-O-E-S-A-R-V-A-D-I. Micah Potri is at M-I-K-E-A-P-O-T-R-I-A. Andrew Hansen at Language Olympic. And Miles Hartley at M-Y-L-E-S-6565. We are on there constantly. 
can't miss us. We are posting stuff left and right. Uh, questions, comments, shout outs, just jump on there. Anything you need to know, we're going to try to get a quick response for you. Uh, we love when, when our uh, picks and our discussions help you lead to some victories. So throw that up there so we can uh, show you some love and give you some shout outs there. And remember, you can catch this show seven days a week. Uh, you know, the time shifts a little bit based on the size of the slate. For the most part, we do these shows the evening before, except for when I do my solo uh, shows, and, and that's usually only once or twice a week. But we do them the night before, so uh, Dan posts them late night. So if you want to catch them in the morning on the way to work, that kind of thing, or, or at lunchtime, you have the ability to do that. But on days like this where I'm trying to get the most updated info to make the biggest impact for you to win, you know, they'll come out uh, lunchtime or early afternoon. Still gives you plenty of hours before lock, four or five hours before lock to listen to the podcast, start building that lineup. And you can find us everywhere uh, podcasts are found. Um, just search NBA DFS today or just DFS today. And you'll catch us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, iHeart, Spotify, YouTube. You name it, we're there. And again, our only ask every show, take that 30 seconds, please. Rate, review, subscribe, five stars, a little comment would be fantastic, especially on iTunes. That's moving us up the search, and it's, it's really helping us grow. Uh, likes, positive reviews, like I said thumbs up if you're listening to us on YouTube. All of those things matter as we're growing the, this podcast, reaching out to sponsors. And, you know, our goal, we have two goals. One, we committed to each other uh, from Dan and the four pros that we will not miss a single NBA basketball game. And for those that are new, uh, we started every slate you can play on DFS we have covered since the NBA Summer League, which I was there in person with my son in Vegas, through the FIBA preseason. Now we're doing regular season. Then we have all the postseason slates, followed by the NBA Summer League again, all of the Olympics, which you can also play DFS, and then right back into the whole deal with preseason and postseason next year. So we're, you know, we are 12 months a year. NBA DFS, we're in front of the paywall, which you can find some decent information out there, but a lot of times it requires a pretty costly membership or, uh, you know, to get any of that info, uh, you're going to have to uh, shell out some coins. So we're, we're very proud that we're able to bring this to you free content wise. Uh, we're getting a tremendous amount of international attention. And I want to shout out those guys because it's been fantastic. I was actually uh, did a Google Hangouts call with uh, Lewis Glover, who is absolutely awesome. He is uh, works with Fantasy Football Down Under, which they are branching into multiple sports. Uh, we also had our, our first Australian winner, uh, Rouchard, who took down a big tournament on Saturday uh, in Australia uh, that was sponsored uh, by DraftKings. So, 
you know, I, I love getting all of those responses. You know, I think a lot of it started during FIBA, uh, communicating with uh, a lot of the Australians and Serbians. Uh, we have some people in Korea and uh, a lot of a lot of folks in Europe, uh, England specifically. And so we love it. You know, DFS is spreading uh, internationally just like the NBA is. And uh uh, we still are not in China, but that that's uh, a taboo discussion for the NBA. So we won't go there. But everything else is great. So we love it. Uh, love the support. Uh, you know, this is a, a NBA is an international game. Uh, I'm old enough to remember what really took this game to the international forefront. And that was the original dream team with Michael Jordan, Charles Barkley, and uh, David Robinson, and, and Clyde Drexler, and I could go on and on. Uh, the greatest team ever assembled in basketball, and it's not even close. And that really took it internationally. And now you're seeing all of these guys that uh, really didn't know about the NBA are now becoming our big stars. You know, even Luka Doncic, he's, he's admitted that right from the beginning. You know, he's younger, but he started following it, uh, you know, with the advent of LeBron and everything else. And, you know, guys like Pascal Siakam, who's one of our better players in the league, same thing. So, uh, you know, this is an international show. So let's all chime in and, and uh, enjoy it, share thoughts. And as it grows, uh, we just want to be a huge part of it here uh, at DFS today. So awesome stuff. Let's get on with these final three games. And we will get this out there in the pod sphere world so everybody can listen in. We have the Charlotte Hornets at the Portland Trailblazers. Uh, we have a pretty big spread here. It is 10. So it's one of the three uh, double-digit spreads. Uh, which is always a little scary, although it, a lot of times it doesn't mean doggy do because we have had at least four double-digit dogs outright winners in the last three weeks. And it's amazing. I yeah, I remember them very well. Like the Wizards were 13-point dogs to the Heat, and they took down the Heat, etc. I could go through them all, but so don't let that completely knock uh, guys out. You know, I'm a game scripter. I try to follow exactly what I think is going to happen from a minute's usage to uh, player usage on down the line. So for me, I do script them, and blowouts have a tendency to have a little more effect on uh, my, you know, my figuring out my roster. But I have decreased the value of that a little bit uh, based on what I had just stated. So, uh, you know, a lot of times there's two things. One, it's not a blowout at all. Or two, they get to that blowout spot by guys going off big time. You know, the, the you know, poster boy for that is Giannis Antetokounmpo. He can play 25 minutes and smash at 60 fantasy points. So you just have to watch that. Uh, it also is a big edge, though, if you can come up, you know, with, hey, you know, maybe in this game, Dane doesn't play more than 27 minutes because, you know, they drill the Hornets, possibly. 
but the trailblazers haven't been beating people very you know very much or by that much so you got to just examine it and that's what makes this fun you know I, we can all share our thoughts and ideas but uh you know you've got to put a, a little bit of mix in uh, of your thinking and your observations uh, to make some of the pivots that are going to get you uh, to the winner circle um it's a 216 over under trailblazers 113 implied hornets 103 and a half uh not a very big one there as well uh hornet side it's hard man they just you know uh, Devonte graham you can always dial him in he is a good good dfs player um portland's backcourt defense is not strong um but you know Devonte can also throw up a few uh just average games and his price is pretty darn uh costly but he would be the go-to guy for me uh miles bridges has recently had a few decent games uh that, that you know make him a play but other than that, I wouldn't touch anybody here at all. Uh, Rogier's slumped. He had a horrible game the other game. Uh, Dwayne Bacon had a, a giant game, but please do not chase that line. Uh, he, he was playing mainly for defensive purposes and just happened to have uh, an unconscious game where he could not miss. Um, on the Portland side, multiple options. I mean... These guys, the main guys are in play. Dame's in play, CJ's in play, and Carmelo's in play, and Whiteside's in play. So you have four possible uh, guys there that that can light it up. And, uh, you know, I hate to say it because I never trust Whiteside, but he has been so darn solid, and Charlotte has not done well against bigs. So that might be a good place to go also. All right, two games remaining. The other 10 o'clock game, Orlando Magic at Sacramento Kings. Kings, two-and-a-half-point favorite. <clears throat> we have a 211 total, which is bare-bones minimum. Uh, it is an implied 106-and-a-half for Sacramento. <clears throat> this game stinks so bad it's getting me choked up. And the Orlando Magic, 104-and-a-half against Sacramento, a two-point favorite. So... Very tough one to call. Um, you know, we know we have uh, Bogdan sitting out. Uh, follow news in this game. You know, it's a super low total. Um, Orlando does play slow. Sacramento plays slow. Orlando's defense is pretty strong. So not a game I would stack. If you want to try to cherry pick a strong play out of here, you know, you may hit on a Heald or a Vuk. Uh, or Fournier, or somebody uh, of that uh, nature. I think uh, Fournier has a chance to do fairly well as a shooting guard against Sacramento. So something to keep in mind there, uh, but not stackable. Uh, but I can see rolling one of those guys out there. All right, last game on the slate, uh, and a lot of news in that game coming as well. It's a big fat minus 14 for the Lakers against uh, LeBron's uh, old team, the Cavaliers. It is a 121 over under, which is the second biggest on the slate uh, to that Pelicans Pistons game. Implied total 117 and a half for the Lakers, which is number one by a lot. 
by three and a half over anybody else. Cavs 103 and a half. So, you know, not only do we not know if some of these guys are playing, uh, like an Anthony Davis uh, and Rajon Rondo, uh, we also have blowout potential here. Uh, we know it looks as though LeBron's going to play. He's probable. Uh, if it does blow out, how much uh, play does he get? Um, you know, Kevin Love is is interesting. He's been playing decent, but hard to trust. You know, right now, again, obviously he's not getting along with uh, the organization. Uh, I really do believe that Garland and Sexton uh, somewhat ice him out. They don't give him the ball very much at all. I think those two guys are basically uh, done with him. They're ready for him to move on. So, you know, yes, Love can grab 20 rebounds in a game, and he can have a solid game. Or he could get iced out, get pissed off, and pout, and they could get blown out, and he could throw up a dud. So very, very tough call there. Uh, Lakers, you have to see uh, for sure how this is going to play out. And in, in the two sites that lock early, you very well may not know a lot of this knowledge. So if you want to roll the dice and uh, play a Caruso, I can see it, or play a Kuzma, I can see it. You know, you got a lot of guys there that are very playable, but then all of a sudden if Rondo and AD are ruled in, then you're not feeling too great about, you know, uh, where that's going to leave you. Um, so I don't know. I'm going to wait for news as long as I can. I think I'll use this game uh, at DraftKings and Yahoo where you can late swap. Uh, that makes a lot more sense because there's just a, such a shift uh, in what uh, that player news is going to make for this game. But, you know, if you're feeling frosty and you think you, you got a handle on it, uh, it also can be a bonanza for you if you play uh, somebody, uh, you know, that that's going to get a lot more play in action, you know, a Howard or McGee, if, if AD's not going to play, maybe strong plays uh, for ones that lock in ahead of time. But again, you know, it's a risk-reward type of a move. So, all right, that's it. Seven-game slate, uh, pretty interesting slate. Phenomenal amount of player news that you need to review and go over. As always, follow the information all the way up to lock, especially today. And for the sites that you have late swap, you're going to be having to follow it after lock, which isn't always that much fun when you're uh, trying to uh, watch some good games and, and do everything else in the midst. But you got to do it because one guy uh, will flip your results uh, with just a couple of points. It's competitive out there, and uh, you know mistakes are not that are avoidable really are not acceptable. So stick with it. Follow our guys. Uh, I've mentioned all of their Twitter feeds. Go to add Hoopball Fantasy, and I'm at J-O-E-S-A-R-V-A-D-I. Uh, follow all of us. Uh, you know, we will help you get through this and try to put a winning slate on the board. Uh, please hit us up again, rate, review, subscribe. When you listen to these podcasts each day, uh, five stars, especially on iTunes, is sort of what we're gunning for as much as we can right now. So we really, really appreciate that. 
All right. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of Hoopball NBA DFS today. For our, my man Dan Bespris, the wizard behind the drapes at hoop-ball.com. And for our other three pros, Mike, Andrew, and Miles, I am Coach. We will look to catch you again tomorrow when we look to crush it in NBA DFS. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation.